Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker. Joining me tonight is Harrison, as well as cross-country, track and field, and academic superstar, Sadio Fenner. Um, and shout out to Layton's Pub. You guys give us the best food. I cannot wait to dive into these wings afterwards. They're just like calling my name. You guys, you're going to love excited. your food. Yes. Shout you, out Layton's Pub. Shout out Layton's Pub. Have you ever had Layton's Pub? It was really funny. You texted me that. And as I saw it, like coming out of my meeting, Layton's Pub is right there on the side because I live right next to it. And I was like, I've never actually been here, part because we have a great nutrition staff. So I just eat whatever the, the nutrition staff gives us. But I'm excited to eat that. I mean, it sounded really good online. No, oh, it's yeah. super good. They, they have such a big support. menu, too. Like, you're always going to find something you want. So that, that, was, also part. that was so overwhelming. I'm going to look at the menu. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> so many good options. Okay, but over the break, Sadio was telling me about how you got invited to a – You, I'll let you do it. Yeah, so um, I have a friend who uh, his dad used to coach me, and he's really big into cycling. Um, he essentially was able to get me a position where I will be um, working as a field operations coordinator for – the Maryland Cycling Classic in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, the race will take place September 3rd, but really excited for that experience. I mean, we were kind of talking a little bit about what I was planning on doing uh, post-collegiately. Um, I definitely still want to keep running, but I think like long-term, I want to be working with athletes just in some capacity. Um, one of the biggest things that I'm hoping to get from this experience is just working with team doctors, because I think something that I've come to learn just within my own experience as an athlete and having, you know, athletic friends because they're all uh we all kind of inter intermix at the stadium but one of the things that seems to be like an ongoing issue is just like that communication piece or the lack thereof uh within you know different disciplines so you look at athletics as a whole obviously you've got the physical part of it and so like that's essentially going to be taken care of by three different departments those departments being your nutrition piece because like how does that you know impact how your body is able to recover from a nutrition standpoint are you deficient in whatever how do we correct those things how do we prevent injury with nutrition same deal with um you know your strength and conditioning parts um your medical staff and then obviously like the mental side of it so like psychology and i think like there's people that are very good within their respective departments and yet they have no understanding of how the other parts um interrelate and so i kind of want to be somewhere where I can integrate all of those pieces together and kind of look at it all big picture because I don't think you can ever look at an athlete and say you're a one-dimensional athlete because mm -hmm. athletes are obviously multi-dimensional people. And so having an understanding of how all those things work together, I think gives you a, a clearer picture of how you can actually help somebody reach their full potential. And I think that's something that lacks um, within modern day sports. And so I want to kind of see if I can find a way to, I guess, figure out how to do all of that. Mm -hmm. Well, you're a smart cookie. I can't wait to see what the future has in, hold in store for you. Because you've also, going back to your awards, you've gotten the Sam Fultz Award as well as the Tom Osborne Award. So, like, you clearly have a heart for helping people and just, like, being with athletes and trying to help them, like, get through their issues. I feel like you're going to be, like, a very good leader and, like, a very good person for them to look for, like, look to in the future. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. How long did it take for you to figure out, you know, this is, this is the direction I really want to be going here, or at least figuring out that helping people is definitely a priority for me uh, later in life? Um, <laughs> you know, that's a, I don't know if I could give you, like, a straight answer. I mean, so I look at, like, my, if I look at my past, like, I think that's why I do what I do. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people get into what they do because of past experiences. And I think most people would expect me to say something like about like a good experience is for why like that would happen. But I think like I look back at mine and it wasn't exactly like a happy one. 
Um, it's like you asked me earlier, like, you know, did you make the right choice coming to Nebraska? If you'd asked me my freshman year, I would have said, hell no. Like that was, uh, I struggled a lot my freshman year. Um, mental health was not in a good place. My relationship with running was not good. Um, and it was just a lot of, it was a culture shock. I mean, coming from Colorado, very diverse location with a lot of different backgrounds and um, different philosophies from different people coming to Nebraska. It's a little bit more streamlined, a mm-hmm. lot less diverse. I mean, for me personally, I was the only black person on my my team and I dealt with a lot of racism that first first two years, which really was upsetting. And it was like, wow, like, you know, my a lot of the reason why I came here, my mom was like, you know, on your visit, it sounded like, you know, the, the staff there was going to take care of you. And mm-hmm. There were people there that wanted to help, but I mean, there was also, it felt like more that didn't want to, and right. it was just kind of like, you know, as a walk on, like I said, it was like, well, you're not someone at the time where, you know, we're, we see you as much value. And so your value is associated with, you know, how you are as an athlete, your athletics aren't doing really good right now. So we really don't care, like mm-hmm. figure out your athletics and so maybe we can talk about this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, that kind of sucks. But, um, Dewan Baker, I will forever be extremely thankful for him as far as like, he kind of gave me an ultimatum because I put myself in the transfer portal and I had a, had an older teammate that had at, like, had said, you know what, you know, like you're not the first person I've seen that has these issues. Let me, you know, at least go talk to Dewan before you make anything final. I go in there, never talked to this guy before. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry to hear your situation, but I'm going to be real with you. Your situation isn't unique. Like, like you said, like you're not the first person that's come here with these problems, but you are someone with a unique voice. So maybe we can try to leverage that. Like maybe you take, your voice and try to use that to make it a better situation so that nobody else after you has to go through something similar like that. And so from there, I've been given a lot of really unique experiences, a lot of inf- like a lot of information, a lot of uh, conversations with a lot of people that have really opened my minds as far as, you know, the importance of people, because like people are your best resources. Um, and I mean, as a society, you can only go so far. And I think mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I've learned is, you know, if the people around you aren't doing well, you yourself can't do well either. And so a lot of what I've done over the last couple of years is just try to find ways where I can try to leverage like the people around me so that they can do well while I'm also doing well for myself. Like any of the awards and stuff, like it's cool to have them, but I mean, I don't do anything like that for the sake of getting an award. It's always, you know, what's next? Like, how can I help the next person or how can I continue to make the environment around me more accepting? Like those types of things. Absolutely. That's crazy. That's an incredible story. That is like, I never knew that, but like you are such a leader now, like on the track team and, like just at Nebraska. So that's spectacular that you have like a meaning behind it. Right. And I, that's to go into your point from earlier, yeah. as far as like, you know, did I pick the right place? Like, again, it sounds very backwards to say this, but it's like, I would not have the success and stuff that I did without having to go through all of that. And so like, would I change having gone through any of the mental struggle, any of that stuff in the past for a, a better experience? No, like this experience has been great because of that, but it takes, I feel like a level of maturity to kind of see it that way because mm-hmm. I could see it and just be like, Oh, this sucks. Like, and just be down about it. But it's, it's an opportunity to grow. That's always so like, is so, so fascinating to me. Cause like, obviously you went through some really hard struggles and it feels like, you know, some of the more impressive people I always know, they tend to go through like a lot of adversity, you know, and it's almost like that adversity makes you uh, into that better person. Like going through that was ever, um, obviously you have those talks, did it click right away after you left that room that, you know what, this is, he's right. I'm going to stick this out. Or do you have to go home and kind of think about it for a while? Uh, it did not click at all. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. I mean, I, I'll be so real. Like as soon as I left that office, I was like, this dude's full of crap. Like what the hell are you talking about? Like, there's no way that like I have that kind of an impact on anybody. Right. But I mean, it was, it was wild. I mean, like I, I thought after I had that first conversation, like, Oh, you know, like this is, this is a sign, like things are going to get better. Um, and they got worse and i was like wow like i didn't 
I couldn't, I could not think it could get any worse and then it did. Um, but it's kind of, I, I could equate this, I guess, to like my running career is very similar, but there's one of those things like where you keep like, just because you have one bad race, you don't quit. Like you keep going. And so it was like, well, this sucks, but like, I'm going to keep pushing and see if something changes. And eventually, you know, the wall fell and things changed. And it was like, I'm thankful that I did this because now like I've had people come up to me and like, you know, we're so thankful that you did these things because it opened my eyes to like a different way of thinking about things and how I should be treating people. And it was like, for me, it was special because it's like, again, I, at the time it was like, I did this for me, but now it's like, it's bigger than me. And like, it really opened my eyes to that bit. So again, like I grew from a mentality standpoint of like, there is something bigger than myself that I can be doing with this. And so like, if I have that kind of power, why not use it? And that's one of the most unique things I think about being a student athlete is you don't really understand how many people actually look at what you do and like what kind of an impact you can have on someone. Yeah, absolutely. Dang. Dang. You're impressed by the your I'm own guest so you book. So impressed. <laughs> no, like I love hearing people's stories and like I had no clue. They about are your story. a good storyteller. I'll yeah. give you that. No, yeah. you are an amazing storyteller. Like kudos to you, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed. I picked a good guest tonight. Yeah, oh absolutely. my gosh. Have you uh, ever thought about having a repeat guest? I don't think you've had one yet. You've I've been had Nico good or Nick on, on twice. Oh, that's right. You have had Rico yeah. on a couple times. Yeah. Or not Rico. Nico. Uh, Nico. <laughs> yeah. Nico likes to come on the show, which I have no issue with that. But, yeah. yeah. He's been there before. He yeah. used to have his own timeless talk show. But, yeah, he yeah. just misses it. So let's talk a little bit about Coach Godfrey is the new head cross-country coach. Yeah. I think he's super jacked. I think he's super cool. What, like, what he's been, like, coaching a little bit already. So what about him do you think is going to help you with this season? I will give Godfrey I – mean, He's if he heard this, he would hate me for saying it. He's like, <laughs> you're – you give me way too much credit for what I'm worth, but I think he's one of the most talented coaches that I personally met for the same reasons I talked about earlier, like with why I want to get into where I want to do with like, Mm -hmm. we'll call it sports medicine for lack or for lack of better words. But he's someone that again, like is able to look at an athlete as more than just the athlete. Like he wants to see all parts of you are working well. And so um, when he got here in mid November, I guess I just had like arguably like the race that I thought was going to like, make me quit running entirely because I passed out of conference. I put all this effort into trying to be good and it just did not go my way. And I just sat there pissed off for three days. And I was like, this is, this is it. Like, I'm, I think I'm just going to hang it up. Um, and you know, Godfrey shows up and I thought this was funny because we knew we were getting a new coach, like to some capacity, we just weren't sure who or when mm-hmm. or from where they were coming from. And I had a friend, um, who ran at K state. He was like, Hey, how do you like your new coach? And I was like, we haven't gotten him yet. He's like, oh, you're getting my coach. I'm sitting here and I'm like, the same dude that recruited me out of college that said I wasn't going to be <laughs> worth a crap. And I was like, oh, this is funny. But um, I mean, he stepped in and one of the workouts we had on the indoor track, like he's watching me run and he goes, you want to walk me through like your PRs real quick? Just because like what I'm seeing right now does not match any of the stuff that like I've seen in the past. And, you know, he sat there and he's like, I think I don't even want to focus on like the training bit with you. Like, I think you have what you need. It's just, I think you need to shut up the little voice in your head, stop looking at the clock and just be like, just, he sent me an email and I thought it was funny. Cause like I read it the first time I was like, what did you just send me? And it literally <laughs> just read kiss. And I was like, what does that mean? And it was keep it simple. Sadio. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like it, like it, it seemed like, so like dumb for like, but yeah. I was like, that's so stupid. Like you could have just told me that whatever, but then it was like, wait, like somebody actually cares enough to send me an email. And again, like I, I really thought that, you know, like I was just kind of a repeat of my previous seasons and that first race, like I 
think like because I kept it simple, I was like, you know, just let people do what they're going to do. You focus on you, run your own race. Went from being seventh to third, and I was like, okay, like we had a PR right off the bat. This is cool. He comes up to me and he was like, very different from what I would expect. That it wasn't a hey, good job. It was a I think you can do better. Like let's you know let's keep working on like these little things. We'll get it done. And from that meet on every single race that I did, I PR'd, and I was like, that's never happened. Like in anything, we get to the end of indoor, and I'm like my body feels like crap. My mental is not there. He got me back through it. Again, we PR, we score, we do what we needed to do and then come outdoor. I'm like, okay, there's no way I can maintain this. Like that had just been a fluke, whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens. He's just always in my corner. And I think having somebody like him was really impactful for me. And I think for our whole team, that's going to be huge now having him for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like for track, especially like plateaus are so much more once you start getting especially d1 level and if you're really up there in the olympic like you hit those training plateaus because you're i mean you're shaving milliseconds once you get to a certain point so to have those elite coaches i'm sure it definitely makes a difference uh megan i mean is that kind of go with that mindset when you're running are you kind of thinking that same style you just keep it simple or what's kind of your mindset you know when you're getting on the blocks getting ready to go see i feel like it's way just different for you than it is for me because my race is like so short like it goes by in just a second so it's kind of like, I just have to remember like who I am. Like I'm a great uh-huh. athlete. Like I'm a D1 athlete. Cause I feel like we always forget that sometimes we always compare ourselves to other people. And so I'm just kind of like, I usually do a prayer right before I get in my blocks. And as I'm getting in my blocks, I do my little run out. So it's just kind of focusing on like, this is what I'm here to do. This is who I am. God blessed me with a gift and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to just gonna do my best. I'm not trying to focus on like how bad it's going to hurt. It's just like, <laughs> I'm going to be here in the moment. I'm just going to go get it done. Absolutely. With that being said, though, I think that's a good time to go to a break. And again, if you guys want to join the show, Starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. We got Sadio and Megan, the host, as always, in studio here with us. And we do have Royals on the FM Airwaves, so again, hop on on those streams if you want to continue watching the show. We'll throw it to break and catch you guys on the other side.